0: So um what are your favorite moped sounds? Oh no, it touch a flyer, was it moving? Like no, nah, feels pretty locked up. Sounds like the fuck, dude! Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Moped Monday Podcast. We're here, we're live, we're doing a thing. I got my homeboy, Maddie Bo, from the graveyard shifters. Scrap, scrap. <laughs> live in the room with us. And then we have Rick from Run and Play. God, what's what's it, what's it called again, dude? It's YouTube. We're on it right now looking at it. We're getting it. Run playback. So I don't know if you guys saw or not, but I think about a week ago, two weeks ago, I can actually look on YouTube right now on June 27th, this homeboy dropped like a sick video with Detroit Moped Works, which is, as you guys know, one of the, one of the great moped shops that we have. We don't have a lot of moped shops around this country. They're very few and far between, and Detroit Moped Works has been holding down for years. Like, sick scene, sick crew, sick moped club, and, you know, they've been holding down the set, dude, for sure. But, what's up, Rick? How's it going, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, man. I'm glad, I'm glad to get you on. Like, I seeing your video is crazy, because, like, moped community, we, like, all, like, starved for, like, moped content. Like, there's not a lot. Like, you know, there's a yeah. co- couple videos here and there. There's two podcasts. Like... <laughs> You know, we're all we're like, you know, we're struggling. It's a small niche.
1: The one person with a nice, good camera with their phone is taking like yearbook photos. We all know we're gonna be in there. We all saw each other there, but we're looking for each other to be in those pictures.
0: Yeah, we're we're all starved for anything like moped content related. We're like, yeah, like someone did a shitty video, like it's just riding footage, and it's like they didn't edit it, like it's 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 like filmed on like some janky like you know flip phone. We're, we're watching it. We're there. We're, we're not letting it go. <laughs> so, you know, as yeah. soon as your video popped, I was like, I'm, it just bounced around all the all the different Moped groups on Facebook. And I was like, dude, hell yeah. Like, this is like legit production. Like, you did a great job. It was sick.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, this is something I guess me and Alex were talking about doing for like maybe a year because, you know, I met him through just like mutual friends who are in the scene. Mm-hmm. and you know i'm i'm coming at it as more of you know probably more like an outsider so i'm i'm really trying to learn you know everything in like one day right yeah. and so the challenge was the challenge wasn't so much um like getting the information because alex like you know he, he loves to talk about mopeds right yeah. and so um it was just a matter of how do we you know how do we tell the story uh and and, and also try to what the future of you know detroit moped works would look like mm-hmm. with like electric stuff so yeah
0: i feel like that's uh, definitely yeah. like we've had a couple different you know e-bike episodes where we've gotten into you know onyx and we had there was a guy in the community for a while that was doing like moped conversion kits where you could like you know bolt one e-bike kits mm-hmm. to like tomos's so that was pretty cool yep. like so it's definitely, like, happening. We're, we're in it now. We can all see, like, how fast it's moving. And, you know, it's going to be a thing in the future. And the, the thing is, like, how soon is it going to be before you see, like, an even split? Like, 50-50 mopeds and e-bikes. Like, I'm, we see it now, like, when people posting their group rides. And you'll see the one guy with an onyx or the one guy with a moped bike. And you're just like, you know, whoa. E bike in the e bike in the mix, and it's never bad. No one's ever bummed out when they see the e bike. You know,
1: even a prospect for that Seven Hill Scooter Club ride for the Vespa parade.
0: Yeah, we had had
1: an Onyx RCR. He's a prospect for a scooter club. Yeah, what are you doing with
0: pedals, bro? We went to a vintage scooter ride, and it was the guy leading the ride was on
2: an Onyx, and we're like, okay, sick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's a really interesting scene. I mean, you know, obviously, I, I guess a little history on me. I guess I kind of came into e-bikes, um, through like electric, electric skateboards, you know, mm-hmm. back in like 2015. And that was a real, you know, just like, you know, homebrew people making batteries in their garage and things like that. And then the technology got better, the motors got better, people started making money, you know, as far as like vendors. Um, and then, then I sort of got excited about, electric bikes you know and how do you how do you apply this technology to bikes and stuff Mm -hmm. and over the course of i'd say maybe just it happened really quickly but i think the pandemic accelerated it but uh you know you have these kind of hybrid moped e-bikes right which are uh like really powerful and and you know something that you wouldn't traditionally associate with uh with an electric bike you know in the traditional sense just uh a road bike right with maybe a battery and a small motor so um
0: sorry now you're good they get it they get in the mix sometimes
2: <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so um the, the whole the whole idea behind uh just like how you know how quickly it evolved is uh really fascinating to me and so like with my youtube channel I started to, it was originally just like technology and camera stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that the uh, metrics or like the analytics were really spiking on anything that had to do with two-wheeled electric bikes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the so I just doubled down on it. Yeah, I just doubled down on like, well, I, I find this fascinating. Um, stuff that I'm just interested, you know, is, is so random that it doesn't really engage you know it kind of makes the viewer feel confused mm-hmm. uh but then with the electric bike stuff it just became more interesting to to learn all that shit
0: yeah you found a niche you could streamline it a little bit
2: yeah exactly and and you know like i think the biggest channels are really the, the riders right the people who have like uh really great personalities and can just like ride do a ride and be super entertaining for like you know so like <laughs> 30 minutes yeah, and the, the vlogger,
0: which is hard. The that's vlogger, a, that's a hard game. The the moto vlogger, that,
2: that's super hard. You know, and that's not me. That's not my personality. You know, so I I kind of approach it as like, well, you know what, I my background is in in actually music videos and and commercials, and so, you know, what if I what if I try to tell story, you know, tell kind of like show more of the behind the scenes and. Highlight the people that are doing really innovative things in space, sort of like a, like a C net almost of like electric bikes, you know, and and they have that. You have like electric bike reviews and you have, uh, electric and things like that. But, you know, I I don't know if, I I don't know if like some of them really go into the subculture of some of these like e bikes, e bike like crews. (laughs) And, um, and I see them, I see like the e bike culture really trying to mimic. Uh, moped culture but you know but I guess in a different way some some in a respectful <laughs> way and some kind of like it's kind of like cheesy way but yeah I mean we, we could get into that
0: of, yeah definitely a lot of crossover a lot of similarities but uh first off of dude like wh- where are you from like where do you live
2: so right now i live in I live in Michigan so I live close to uh, Detroit Moped works but i I'm originally from New York okay so i moved moved out here about like six years ago sick
0: and and then you're like you're kind of dip into e-bikes and stuff Is that your first like you know love relationship with two-wheeled vehicles
2: uh you know I'm um I mean like everyone I had like you know had, a, had like a dyno GT when I was a kid yeah. and you know and and really didn't know what I was doing uh but you know I think um I think I didn't really take you know, I've had a variety of bikes you know mm-hmm. like uh everything from like the thing you know whatever you get at walmart to yeah to like a BMX bike but um i did get into like electric bikes with like a small uh actually the first sort of like diy electric bike i i built was a uh brooklyn uh different <laughs> bike company wife 60 bike and i popped like a mid-drive motor on it through like a you know, like a forty eight volt battery on it and uh it made it go really fast, you know, it made it go like maybe like twenty miles per hour. But on such a skinny bike, you know, it it was really it, it kind of felt unsafe, especially for like these Michigan streets. And so um that's kinda of how I got into it. And then when I started to see more of the the vintage moped style frames that were coming out and for the fat tires. Yeah. That's when I thought okay, well, not only is this bike practical for where I live, but it's, uh, it just, you know, the frame and just everything about it made it more interesting from a modding, uh, point of view. Yeah. You know, like in terms of like, what kind of motor you could put in or what kind of, you know, how do you fit the battery in the frame or, um, and like I said, like a lot of this stuff existed, you know, back in like 2015 or 2013 with, uh, you know, I think uh, Endless Sphere has had a lot of like people doing stuff like that, but it was real, like and and, you were, know, you were on, like
1: page sixteen of a Google search, though, like flat <laughs> yeah, out, like, yeah, the, was, yeah, in the top ten, like at all, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, really it's, it's, a lot of
2: that stuff looked like you know, like science projects, right, with like wires sticking out and no straight up things Bill like Nye. that. Bill as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, it was interesting to see how the parts suddenly became more available. And especially how, you know, Onyx straight up took, you know, like yeah. what Alex said in the video, it's <laughs> like Dominated. vintage moped parts. <laughs> yeah, and just like threw a battery and a motor, you yeah. know, on
0: it. And it's super funny, with, especially with Honest, because you can, they have a deal with Treeland, you can literally go on Treeland, which is the main parts shop for mopeds in the States, and just buy... They have a tab, like, oh, Onyx, for, like, accessories. <laughs> like, you just go to the moped shop and buy all the accessories you need. And that
1: front-end matches hey. your 87 Golden Bullet from Tomos with that disc brake swap and the whole nine for five flat.
0: Yeah. All is one good-to-go kit.
1: <laughs> Can you help me change exactly. my grips on my Onyx?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we all know, like, the Onyx group. The Onyx group on Facebook gets trolled pretty hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's all love. I mean, if that's the internet, you can't escape trolling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I did my first review of the Onyx RCR on my channel, uh, you know, I really, you know, I really try to, like, play both sides, you know what I mean? I'm not really trying to shit on anything, but I do want to be honest with my audience and, mm-hmm. like, bring up, bring up some of the dirty laundry of, like, you know, of the Onyx. I don't know if you heard about that, but just, like, you know. Oh, when, yeah, their internal stuff, like, last The internal yeah. stuff, and then, you know, just kind of bring it up to the consumer so they actually know what's going on. And also, you know, try to see what, how they can improve, you know? And I think, I think in a lot of ways, you know, I've noticed like when I do certain review videos, I, I notice things improving, you know, yeah. almost immediately. So I think they're watching this stuff and they're, they're really taking comments seriously and trying to improve their For sure. their bikes. And it's
0: cool, like especially for like the moped community. Like I know, like moped mon. I mean the moped Monday. I mean the Monday, e-bikes and the Onyx. Like they kind of both came out of mopeds. Like and and Hawk cycles. They all like kind of came out of mopeds. They were like, oh, look at this moped frame. This is cool. Like we, we can like do this, but electric.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and and, you know, I think um, you know, it's really again, like uh, me coming at it as an outsider, but really being fascinated about moped culture is the big reason why I wanted to do that video with Alex at, at the shop. Because the first time I went there, um I, I needed, I needed like a, I had to get like a, uh, like a, I think like a crank arm for my, for my Onyx because I bent it.
3: Mm-hmm. And he
2: like, he was like, oh dude, I have, you know, I have the exact part from Treeland.
3: <laughs> and like <laughs> bumped
2: right on. I'm like, oh, Really. I don't have to like, I don't have to like order it from Onyx and wait, you know, a month for a crank arm. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude. So come by the shop, you know, you know, check it out. And so when I went there, um, I always kind of, I knew about Detroit Moped Works and like I said, I had friends who were, who were in the scene, but, um, you know, it, it was just like really fascinating to me whenever I go into Detroit, um, you know the downtown detroit and just like learning about the history and um you know all of these old bikes and like all this shit just flying around like i you know what i mean like as someone who strictly came from you know electric stuff you know never really messed with um carburetors or you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: or spark plugs or things like that like it was it was it was like intimidating like how i would I wouldn't know. Even if I wanted one of these bikes, I wouldn't know the first thing about you know trying to build it.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but I knew that uh, I knew that what they were doing, you know, in terms of like having sort of half the half the showroom electric and then the other half um, vintage Mokids. I really thought that was you know sort of like legitimizing uh, e bike culture if if uh, you know this really reputable shop. Or
1: you
0: can get with this,
1: or you can get with that. You
2: can get with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I mean, e-bikes is the one that come up. It's like, it's, for some people, they, they want nothing to do with a motor or a carburetor and learning all this stuff. And, and And I'll be honest, like, when it comes to e-bikes, I'd have to start from scratch. You know, as far as like learning the batteries and the voltage and, my the, and the motors, my landlord charged me two
1: fifty because my Tomos leaked Type F all over the hardwood. <laughs> he painted it nine times in white, but he still charged me five hundred for the deposit. I'm gonna yeah. buy a three thousand dollar e bike.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, cool thing with the e bike too—you don't have to worry about uh, leaking gas in the in your apartment building. <laughs> no, no, You just
1: burst into flames. You got to keep a special fire extinguisher on hand now.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, uh, you yeah. know,
0: you, you have you have other worries. <laughs> You know, yeah, the 22. cells catch on fire. There's nothing you can do. You ever just walk away.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's something that I always, you know, I, I've, weirdly I become this, you know, sort of like this certified e-bike mechanic or mm-hmm. like I have friends, you know, just come by and, and, you know, they pay me to like mod their bikes or like, you know, just like assemble shit. And, um, to me, I'm like, Oh, this is, you know, this is so easy. But, you know, I, I I think I have to take a step back and be like, well, it's easy for you because you've been doing it, but you know, it, it could be intimidating to someone who doesn't want to blow up, you know, their apartment or something like that. I mean, that's the
0: same with the, with the vintage mopeds. It's like, you know, once you've done it for a while, everything seems very easy. And then like, you forget how intimidating it can be for others who are new and that kind of like leads to a lot of the internet, like, chit-talking, and, you know, like, oh, you know, you don't know how to do this? Like, yeah, you didn't know how to do that when you started tuba Like, it's all, it's all tricky, you know? We got to learn something. You got to learn somewhere. I don't even want to call it
1: hazing. I want to call it, I want to call it razzing. It's not, even, it's not even worthy of hazing.
0: <laughs> it is cool to see, Dang like... It. Oh, sorry. It, I mean, it is cool to see, like, the modding culture, like, come up in, like, e-bikes. Because I think Onyx is really the first... Like, you know, I saw the Super 73s, but everyone I saw who was riding Super 73s, they all looked exactly the same. You go to New York, you see the shop, you'd be like, ah, like, these are all the same. No one's really doing shit. And then you see the Onyx, and you see the groups, and that's when I really started noticing, like, the modification and customizing game, like, come to e-bikes. And that's such a huge part of, like, the vintage moped community, is, like, making the bike your own and being, like, you know, original. 100%. That,
2: that's what I gravitated to. But, you know, I think the difference here is that, you know, when you, when you get a vintage moped, right, you're getting something that's, you know, 30, 40 years old, right? And so there, there is, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's something to be said about someone who steps into that, you know, into that challenge, right? And, and like accepts it. Whereas, you know, I think certain people can, can get into e-bike culture just by, throwing throwing down a lot of money right and then suddenly they're in it right but but i think what what happens is that uh the people who are like innovating and modding and sort of sharing information um those are the people that i really sort of pay attention to and and really respect because you know they 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 do it because they want to share information and they do it because you know um just for the challenge of it but um but I, I, I think you're right. I think, like, you know, the, the e-bike culture and the modding aspect of it is is what I think um, the most important part of it. And the only way for it to really grow. Yeah.
0: And it's cool seeing, like, those, like, group write-ups and those meet-ups they have. It's, like, that's what we all love, like, when we have that chance to go to a rally or go to, like, have your weekly ride. And, like, you show up and you meet up with all your friends or randos you've never met before. And you go on a group ride, and it's like there's no there's no better feeling like on a two wheel vehicle than like being a little swarm.
2: Yeah, I you know I started I started doing small group rides out here and in Ann Arbor, which is like about forty forty miles from Detroit, which have their own e bike group rides. But is you know it's kind of a little far for me, so I, I I kind of started one out here. But um, yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, you know, Ann Arbor is kind of like this college town, just by university of michigan so Mm -hmm. it's a small town small city right but um it's hilarious to have you know like 20 e-bikes uh that are super silent (laughs) you know just like rolling through the street and no everyone is just like what is going on like i don't like everyone's wearing full-face helmets but there's no one's making noise yeah so it's really it's really confusing and i i love that that it's confusing for people
0: that's definitely the weirdest aspect of it for me. Like coming especially coming from mopeds too. We <laughs> go on our group rides and you hear the yeah. pack coming from miles away of just high pitched, right. loud, smoky, whiny mopeds, mm-hmm. like little children covering their ears in fear, moms hiding their babies. <laughs> Plugging like, their ears.
1: Yep. Some Karen's plugging her ears and looking at you with the rudest look. Your mom yeah. didn't even look at you when she yeah. was disappointed that way. And you're like, just like, what? Yeah. It's
2: Little, a circuit button. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: Little hood kid throwing sticks at you, like
2: <laughs> Yeah. That's you know, and yeah, exactly. And that's that's the thing that Meanwhile, you, know, you just sound like the fucking Jetsons <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't know, you just you don't sound like anything. You just you just look ridiculous. You yeah. know, and and I think that's that's kind of what that's you know that's what's fun about it oh, because it's it, it, of the choir. I look ridiculous every day when I leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I feel like
0: those rides. Like, I think one mod that would be sick for the rides. Like, all right, cool. Everyone like syncs up a Bluetooth, and at least you can like play yep. music that everyone can hear. You know, cool. Like, yeah. we can all hear some tunes, I and tried, we can you I mean, <laughs> have a conversation while you're riding. That's one thing you can't have on a moped is a conversation. With I your tried buddies. to make
1: a patent for that. It was called
2: Blue Teeth. You would share it so you <laughs> could have
0: everybody. On the
3: ride. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've 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 imagined someone would, you know, develop some sort of accelerometer, right? That's like linked up yeah. to their phone and a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker, and you just sort of change the sounds that play out of the speaker, and it's linked up to how fast you're going. All right, house so DJ, like- we
1: got to keep the BPMs <laughs> down. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm
2: telling yeah. you, they, they do that with
0: cars. You know, there's like all those fancy cars right. that have like you know they they right. speaker in like the cars cabs are so silent they speaker in. Like exhaust noise, you know. Like, yeah, what's exactly. up? What's up with that for e-bikes, dude? Give you guys a little, a little beef, dude. I got a Maserati with a cane. Yeah, you can like pick the sound too. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. want something like some old vintage muscle car sound. Come on, ride your <laughs> bike,
2: or just like bubble. You know, <laughs> someone like blowing bubble.
0: <laughs> like baby shark comes out of your exhaust.
2: <laughs> right. That, then that's when you get people like. <laughs> Ang- angry you know yeah, like the real butthurt begins <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know i've you know i've um so you know in terms of group rides like i you know like i said we have one here i did some you know i've attended one in detroit but like you know in new york you know i did a video with uh with john angel who's like a big like onyx like influencer guy and um
0: you know, it was really cool
2: to like see that scene. You know, I mean, I'm I'm like I said, really from New York, so like I can identify like the, the types of people who get really like really into the hobby. You know, mm-hmm. like it becomes like they're like in, almost immediately. You know, and then and, and they just they go like a thousand percent into it. <laughs> and, You know, and I'm in some of those like channels and some of those Telegram channels, and I'm just like it's like. You know, for me, it's like, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's kind of how these guys do it in New York. It's really extreme, but I'm also like, it's nice to be kind of like a little bit removed from it where mm-hmm. I can like view it, you know, view it as sort of like, uh, like, you know, just like from the outside looking in. So the stories that I want to tell, uh, like I said, you know, trying to be sort of a CNET kind of like, uh, uh, voice is, is from a place of understanding but also like curiosity mm-hmm. and and that's what i love you know what i mean like yeah yeah you know all these machines are cool and all these like bikes are cool but like it's about the people right it's about like making connections with people and people everyone is interesting you know and i can find even if you know someone who you would never think would have an interesting story like i i can pull that out, out of them so like that's, that's kind of like what I want to do more with the channel sort of these editorial style videos like what we did with Detroit Moped Works sick
0: like it'd be cool to like see you just like travel around nonstop and do that that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah I mean I, I already
2: have like you know I have like a five video series that I'm trying to pitch and get a sponsor for and you know this you know just like highlighting different influencers and scenes uh, that I kind of have relationships with you know mm-hmm. some people like agree to do it and some people that I kind of have to like finagle into doing it but like um twist their arm damn it <laughs> yeah but you know but I, I, I want to like you know my pitch to these to a sponsor is basically like this audience is yes very niche but it it is growing
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it is a very specific demographic so like you know let's highlight them let's tell their stories and, yeah. and, and then, it'll look good you know and way, I, and I promise are, you it'll look good
0: and we all know the e-bike community is not scared about spending money, you know.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, like I just felt they'll my buy your drop
1: saying that shit. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah.
3: Fuck. You
0: know? That's the hardest yeah, part cool. for a lot of the vintage mopeders. They're like, you're like, you know, they're they're buying bikes for three hundred dollars and fixing them up.
3: This
1: is a great bike for three, two, 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 five. Yeah.
0: You're like, you can have the most rare bike ever pop up on the internet for $2,000 and everyone's just going to get so mad, (laughs) you
2: know? With the, I mean, honestly, with the way that people buy Onyxes and then sell them because they don't ride them or they don't, it's too powerful for them or they just don't, you know, they have buyer's remorse or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're going to have like vintage (laughs) e-bikes, you're going to (laughs) have like this like, you know, like secondhand secondhand e-bikes that are. Yeah, that people are going to then take and mod and it's going to turn into something else. It feels know, but. inevitable,
1: but like the battery pack feels like the big expensive part. Like you might snag one, but like it's just like getting a, a set of DeWalt tools from a plumber that got fired. Like next thing you know, yeah. batteries don't charge the next day. Like, cool, this ran great in the parking lot, but
0: yep. like I've seen a couple of those videos about like, you know, there's, there's third party companies making – boosted batteries for onyx and stuff too so you can get that stuff now the aftermarket's there
2: yeah the aftermarket you know aftermarket is is there you know and like you said it's uh you got to pay to play you know i mean and the battery is really the most expensive thing so like if you look at you know an onyx like 41 amp hour battery you know that's like over two grand it's all or you know it's almost as much as getting the bike you know and so you know like
0: like, what is it? You know that, like, 75 inch, like, 8K TV you're looking at at Best Buy? Yeah, thinking about, like, that, but uh, you're in your e bike.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you ride it, and
2: it might get stolen. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so. The technology, I think, the battery tech will get better eventually. It's know? got they to. Can't, can't that's average. the only way it's gonna happen. I'm are like... we
1: still carrying Walkmans? It's <laughs> inevitable. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's gonna get better and they're gonna get cheaper, and like that, that's gonna be like the real like gateway. I think I think the floodgates are gonna open when that happens.
1: Once Amazon yeah. got one of them things on Prime for twenty bucks, that <laughs> Onyx that was like three hundred bucks is now gone.
0: I'm like telling you, man, fifty, 50 mile an hour plus e-bike that can. I don't know, get a hundred miles yeah. for under, for under three grand. That might be like, yeah. that might be the, the line.
1: I don't know, man. I just feel yeah. freaked out. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, would you jump in, uh, like Doc Brown's DeLorean? And jump back in time. <laughs> like, I'm, fr- I'm afraid to grab one of these electric throttles. Like I rode one of them little razor kids bikes, 36 volt, whatever little not dirt bike hardtail. Put
0: you in your ass.
2: <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> Just did a wheelie. And I, I was mean, like, oh,
1: I didn't expect that from a little kid's bike.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it, 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 it gets real nerdy because you know, like some of these bikes, you can they have apps that you can control the. You know, I have one of my bikes, which is a Suron, which is like kind of like electric dirt bike kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, you know, the 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 company or the third party that made, you know, that sells the controller made a custom app where you can change, you could change the throttle like the throttle response in terms of like, like the, the uh, acceleration curve. So you got so like, like if you you lower just
1: like Dell set up in the passenger seat because your <laughs> you, <and> <laughs> you're just tapping through it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're like, okay, you know, I'm riding the trail, so I want, I want, uh, I, don't want like powerful, I don't want any battery More powerful.
1: I don't want any battery
0: powerful not want it Just all low end, yeah. eating up the dirt. Exactly.
2: Yep, and you just change the numbers That's and then suddenly wild. your bike is Feels like a totally different bike. It's crazy.
0: So out of the yeah. e-bikes, uh, which which models have you ridden so far? Like, what have you like owned and like ridden enough to have a good experience and be able to like really compare them?
2: Uh, pretty much all the major ones. You know, um, the Suron is like kind of the, you know, the the two big ones in my opinion are are the Onyx and the Suron. And so like the Onyx is is you know really Aimed at the moped crowd, aimed at sort of the the light motorcycle crowd. Whereas the Suran is aimed at the dirt bike people who, Mm. you know, own dirt bikes, but want to be quiet when they're doing their release. And so, um, those two bikes I I own and I I really love and they're both different and and cool in their own ways. I've written, you know, I had a super, I started with a super 73 V1. Yeah. And then I modded. I modded the shit out of that bike and, and uh, that was re- a real fun experience because it's, comparatively um, it was like, it's kind of like the, the cheapest budget bike, you know, in terms of like the moped style bike. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was a perfect frame to like stick a 72 volt battery on to, to throw a 3000 watt motor on and then just make it go, you know, at 50 miles per hour. And like, that was, that was that was a cool experience, um, and a cool bike to work on. But yeah, I tried the Monday. I tried a Huck. Uh, Huck is, you know, Huck is, uh, a little different than from the Onyx, even though it shares the same frame. I think the gas tank, I tried the Rebel and the gas tank is like really big yeah. that your turning radius is like, I don't even think it's like 45 degrees. I think, you know, like you turn it and the gas tank is hitting the, the fourth and it's just like a really, it's a really strange, you know, way to design something, but um, it looks cool. You know, the huts look cool. The onyx yeah. look look cool. Yeah, I get that. Like I like that's the thing when you when you
0: look at it aesthetically. Like, here's my opinion. Here's my take. I see the Super Seventy Threes, and and I'm just like, ah, this weird fat tire thing, and like the, <laughs> the frames and stuff, kind of look goofy. They put like these little battery, gas-looking tank things in weird places, and I'm like, ah. It doesn't look cool. Yeah, to me. like I can't, I can't get into the Super 73s, like aesthetically. I'm just like, this looks like a weird ass beach cruiser.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And you're you're right because you know, here's what I think. You know, I think, um, and uh, this applies to most of the e-bike companies, but Super Seventy Three especially. Uh, they're they're a they're a lifestyle company before they're a bike company. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're they're selling you, yes, they're selling you bikes, but they're selling you jackets and bags and like you know and like. Uh, you got to really, yeah, I mean, they, they have the the biggest, you know, community group rides, but you know, it's, it's called like, you know, because it's, it's a, you know, it's a very accessible safe brand to be a part of and, and, uh, and it makes sense, you know? So, um, but yeah, you know, some people like that look, but you know, I, you know, with me, when I see an Onyx RCR and I, I can admire it, and I think it almost, like, looks really nice as, like, you know, a centerpiece in, like, your your garage or something like that. Uh, and it kind of looks nicer than how it rides, you know, in some ways.
0: Hmm.
2: Without making some modifications.
0: Yeah. Like, I still haven't ridden one. Like, I've had a couple opportunities. But it's always been, like, at some other event where we're already doing stuff. And I just get tied up and don't take the, take the plunge to, oh, yeah, yeah, let me ride it real quick. But... They look cool. They got a cool look. They got, like you know, giant sheet metal thing yeah. riding down the street. You know,
1: <laughs> don't lie. It's also a responsibility thing. You don't want to wreck somebody's four thousand
0: dollars. Yeah, because I might get I might get rowdy, dude. Sorry, I might want to fucking wheel it down the street or something. You got to be careful. I hurt your yeah, toy. my bad. I
2: hurt your I toy. I used to be really I used to be really careful about that. You know, and you know what? It, like you don't want to
0: fish. You know, like ah, oh, like
2: <laughs> the, the news. I, I, you know. I... <laughs> At this point, at this point, really, like, if someone can like ride a, can balance themselves on a bike, I let them try. It, you know? But I also, like I said, my bikes I can I can limit, you know. So I can like, I could put it on like uh, grandma mode. Yeah, do the know? back. So, I so, you fancy. So someone a
1: Raspberry Pi set up and just program <laughs>
2: exactly. So like, uh, you know, so I can, you know, so I feel good that no one will really hurt themselves. But it also brings a lot of people into the hobby, into the culture. And I, I like 90, 95% of the people I let ride my bike ended up getting, getting, getting an electric bike.
0: I'm so. glad you guys found the trick, dude. That's the same thing we do. It's all about, it's yep. all about what we call the smile ride. You just have to let, <laughs> you let, you let someone ride the things, moped, any two wheeled vehicle. And they come back with a shitty little grin on their face and they want to know more.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the beauty of it. You know, and that's 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 why I like it, you know, just like you said, meeting yeah. random people, making friends on the internet, like it's fun.
0: So it's- since you said you've uh you've ridden the Huck and you've ridden like the Onyx and a couple other ones, what what were your what were your thoughts about the Huck compared to the Onyx? Because I feel like out of the the main market e bikes that we're seeing, those two bikes are the most Aesthetically looking like a moped Like the Huck And the Onyx RCR Kind of look like you know Pook Magnums or, or You know a General And they, they're they very similar But how does it feel like riding wise And like the sturdiness of it and everything
2: Yeah so So the Huck um, To me feels well You know they have the option Where you get just pedals right So you don't I'm um, oh, sorry uh, Pegs Mm-hmm. They don't have to, um, you know, do the you know, pretend like you're actually pedaling the bike, which is sort of the only option you have with the onyx. So right away, I think Huck embraces the fact that it looks like a moped or at least like, you know, kind of more of like a motorcycle than, you know, disguised as a motorcycle with that giant gas tank. Right. And yeah. I don't think they shy away from that. I think that's their whole image. That's their whole, like, you know, Kind of Americana style, you know, like this is built here, and like, um, and and so, like, that's the difference. In terms of like the, the parts, you know, the frame is very similar, but I think in terms of the parts, um, and the presentation, it is a little bit more, um, it, more polished, I think, you know, with the Huck, it has its own display, mm-hmm. um, like a, a nice display, uh, whereas the Onyx sort of has sort of the just like a, you know, monotone display. Um, The Huck has like the reservoir, the brake reservoir. is like on top with like a, kind of like an amber see-through kind of thing. Uh, The, the throttle is like a little bit different. It has the mirrors already on. It has the signals. Um, And the, the only other thing is, you know, I'm, I'm like a short dude. So like the Huck is a little bit big for me. And I think I'm not quite sure, but I think, they only have like one size whereas like the the onyx has uh sort of the lowered forks and the lowered the shorter uh shocks which makes it a little more accessible for like smaller people or even women and i think i think that's probably like a key difference where i where i see onyx you know trying to bring more people into their bikes whereas uh Cause they they did introduce like a step through, you know, like the, the TTY two. Yeah, I remember that
0: from um, their like original like Kickstarter ad and stuff.
2: Yeah, oh, so the, I, I
0: actually
1: I own that. It's just Cafe Racer, so you know.
2: Yeah, and but I really like the TTY two. I, I picked that up uh, a couple months ago, and it, it handles differently. Um, the the fact that this giant battery is now on the uh, you know it's not on top where all the weight is. It, it's like on the uh, front of the frame but it's it's um angled down so all the weight is being pushed into the crank arm area so the so when you ride it right the handling and the the center of gravity is like it's just way way more maneuverable than the rcr because you, you, on the rcr it sometimes feels like you're going to tip over because that battery is just like right on top mm-hmm. you know it's not like having gas in a gas tank, yeah. Right? You you have like forty pounds on top, you know. You <laughs> like having a small child. child was heavy? <laughs> Try this, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about, dude? I'm
0: a big boy. I know about forty pounds on top, bro. Get out! Of here. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <kidding. laughs> but dude, yeah, the yeah. the, the step through version, the the city or whatever. Like, I'm glad they brought it back because it's really a cool bike, especially from everyone who loves mopeds. You get that step through, like free spirit kind of vintage look.
2: I love it. I honestly prefer it than, than the RCR. You know, even though it's a, uh, you know, it's a small, it's a, uh, it's it, it's not as a strong, not as powerful battery, the mm-hmm. sixty volts instead of seventy two volts. But it just, I don't know, it just, it just looks, um, it it looks really like, like I said, accessible, like people will come up to you and be like oh wow like what is that thing of all ages and you get like you know boomers coming up and seeing like is that a poop you know what i what mean or like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <My country laughs> you get you problems. get the whole you get the whole spectrum of like you know, people who have heard of it or you know but it with the rcr it, it looks more like a motorcycle so people you know and that's they're the weird not quite
0: game. sure. That's the weird game, especially especially with with the vintage Moped scene. It always starts that way. Everyone who gets in the mopeds, they always want the top tank. They always want the cool-looking one that looks like a motorcycle because everyone's trying to fake it like we're riding motorcycles. But yeah. once they're in the mopeds for a while, they, they're like – when they get a step through, they're just like, oh, man, this is, this is great. This is where it's at. I can swing my leg through. I can side saddle whenever I want. Like, it's – that's, like, I feel like the you're into the game now. Like, everyone starts off and they want the fake motorcycle. And then they learn that, yep. like, the step through is cool.
2: Yeah. I, I, I honestly think, like, you know, when I when I posted the CTY2 and some of those Onyx groups, you know, you get you get some of the people like, oh, you know, that's a cute bike. You know what I mean? <laughs> or that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, real, trying try to be real, snobby.
1: like, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, what? I took you know, I took but, my step through Chopper over to an international motorcycle show. I had some old dude going at me. They make that thing in a boy's frame <laughs> as he speaks to me from his handicapped, you know, uh rascal yeah. wheelchair, like, dude, <laughs> right. they make that thing in a boy's frame? Like what, what are you ragging on me for? I got a moped that's in a motorcycle show. Like, get out of here.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's weird it's locked. That's what I'm saying, you know. But I think, you know, again, the people who are dropping six K on a on a ox. you know what I mean? Like you're gonna have, you're gonna have like a lot of weird, you know, <laughs> so, like weird tech bros like coming in. Oh, and, once, once you involve you know. that whole
1: Arduino game, uh, you guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys invited all the weirdos, all, all a... capital A double L L, like <laughs> man, you invited all of them.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, you, you need. I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't don't misinterpret that.
2: Like, I want to witness this. I think yeah they're they're always going to be there. I think I think now that it's been around for a while you get the self-aware people who are like this is this is fucking ridiculous, you know, this is overpriced. You know, the, there's way more efficient ways to get around that's cheaper, but you know, like it I you know, it is what it is, you know what I mean? It's a lifestyle choice as opposed to like this is a this is a this is a financial investment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I almost imagine that we're kind of on the front of something else, like in the early days of mopeds. Yeah, like, it's that's where we're at now. What do you mean you bought a a J C Penny Pinto because your Ford Granair wagon isn't?
0: What <laughs> yeah, they no. got it right out the store. And like I'm, what I'm interested in seeing is like you know, fifteen twenty years from now when I'm an old man, and and I'm watching the kids find these e-bikes in in basements and. And warehouses and barns and getting them mm-hmm. like we're like like we're doing with vintage mopeds now. That's like oh, a mouse
1: chew through the resistor.
0: Yeah, like vintage mopeds might fade away. Like we're all trying to trying our best to keep the scene alive and get new people into it, but it's a struggle and every day it's harder and harder to find new people to get in the mopeds. Like we find them here and there, but they're few and far between. And eventually it's gonna be that the moped scene will be young kids finding e bikes in some old lady's barn. Like, my husband had this, he bought it brand new back in 2020, and it's been sitting here not running for 10 years.
1: Granddaddy, I swapped an A3 Tomos onto an Onyx RCR. Are you proud of (laughs) me? (laughs) Where is two-stroke oil, and how do I buy it?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's probably probably some sort of calculation of how many, you know, mopeds were released between, you know, 19-whatever, 70, or 1960 to 1980 or whatever and then you know how do you calculate the amount of e-bikes that just flooded the market between you know 20, 2018 to whatever and i think it would be just just a lot of a lot more e-bikes just mm-hmm. you know being bought and then just just dumped somewhere because definitely because it just keeps coming in you know it, it's kind of wasteful when you think about it like mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. how many e-bikes are coming in
0: and we're only talking about a few brands and a few models right now. There's tons yeah. of companies that you've never heard of, no one's even heard of. Like they're so low key or they're underground, or they're so niche or they're only in a different country or in a different state or a different this. That oh, they're
2: they're Dude, make, they're I, producing the same amount. You just don't see they're they're, pro- they're producing. I mean, one there's clones. Right. So there's there's clone bikes like on AliExpress for like Super Seventy Three, the exact model you know like Super 72 because whatever
3: right?
2: <laughs> yeah you know what I mean and and I get I get you know for because we have like a review channel it's like I get a lot of emails like hey review this you know no name bike because <laughs> we want views and um, you know sometimes if it's like really interesting like I'll give it a shot I'll do some research but like for the most part I gotta I, I just don't like see the the value and like reviewing something that's just like clearly you're just trying to capitalize on what's hot right now and you're probably not going to be around like next year and so you're going to get a lot of that shit coming out um you know and I, i i don't really see the parts being that much worse necessarily they're all coming from overseas but like i think um just in terms of like community you know and like rallying behind a brand and having like a community of people who like can give you information on how to fix your bike. Yeah. That's only, that's, that's just going to really exist with these major big brands that are like, you know, doing group rides that are doing all the conventions that are like, you know, iconic.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing without that support, like it's going it, to, it would, it would fade and die anyway. Hold on
1: a second. I need to pause real quick. Did he say conventions? <laughs> hold on a yeah, hold yeah. wait wait wait, wait, wait. wait, yeah. wait, wait. you have been up. to
0: the e-bike convention
1: bro wait a second hold on. do e-bikes look call conventions hold up are you all like star I'm, trekkies we're going to star trek convention instead of a moped rally look
2: up google well it's not or just, it's bike, just like a tech google, exhibit uh, like
1: you're doing like a whole tech expo we're flexing batteries look and- up,
2: look up uh, electrify expo so this is something I'm going to in New York in, in August if you look up electrify expo Right, you're gonna see all the logos of all Jesus the uh, of all the brands that show up to this convention. I've never been, but I, you know, that's why I'm excited to check out the New York one. But oh, sweet baby Jesus, um, they do they do test rides. You know, they have like big outdoor space, all Industry the bikes, day, uh,
1: Impact Twenty One, sweet Jesus.
2: No, it's legit.
0: All right, guys. We're checking so it 30. out right now, guys.
1: E-bikes do conventions. Mopeds do rallies. Everybody, just give them credit. That's that's Jesus that, that, now you know why Moped, list. Yeah, like
0: now you know why mopeds died, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Look, no one was fucking... no willing to put in the money. <laughs> oh my, zoos.
1: That was the ones I was thinking of.
0: Oh yeah, that bicycle
2: looking thing. I've yeah, seen yeah, those, yeah.
0: dude. That's a ton of brands, Jesus, bro. Christ Almighty! Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got everything from Razor to like Radio Flyer.
1: Forgive me, I tried like, making a stab, but goddamn no, I want to go to the Star Trek convention now. Hell yeah. This is
2: actually
0: kinda cool. I'd be down to go to this. Toyota's in there. Why is BMW and fucking Chrysler here? What they Kia. Make, they make e motorcycles, bro.
1: Kia's in this bitch. Yeah. Why the fuck is Kia here?
0: Dude, this is insane. Listen, why is why is
2: radio why is radio fly? I mean they make wagons. <laughs> like <why laughs> are are they all there? valid points. <laughs>
0: just a e-wagon for your for your little boy,
2: you know. I probably they definitely I mean they have something.
0: I mean the, we are getting lazier, right? I'm Not trying, I'm trying to pull that boys wagon behind me when I can, when I can set <laughs> yeah. the remote to follow mode. My background
1: right. battery and my fucking wagon pushed me the whole way home. I just dialed into a they, dial-up connection. Yeah.
2: You don't even have to pull them. Jesus <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: sick, Lord dude. God, multiple sick. multiple states. You know, doing a, doing a couple conventions in different cities. Seattle, thing, Long Beach, Boston,
1: Miami, New York City. God damn, yeah,
2: yeah. crazy.
0: It's it's cool to crazy. see. It's it's cool to see the reach that that the e bike community has, and I and I would like to see that like we keep the moped community accepting to people with e bikes to come out and ride with us and do these things and like rally together and kind of mix and cross, you know, exist yeah. because that that will get. Moped people in e-bikes It'll get e-bikes people Hopefully into mopeds
1: Oh the Super City sucks I totally want to deal With the Delordo
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I mean You never know I mean look There's there's a group in uh, There's a company Spark Cycle Works In Connecticut Yeah Spark's rad Their there. group yeah. They're yeah, they do group rides with mopeds and and electric. Yeah, you know, we
0: we just uh, had on the Dirty Burning Broads uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they were out on the on the Spark Cycle uh, ride yep. recently.
2: Yep. So yeah. you know, I I think, and I think you know, and to some degree, you know, I think the Troy Moped Works is you know trying to do that. You know, me and Alex talk about trying to do, you know, just like some rides that kind of combine those two things and. You know, i'm all about it you know what i mean I, I can only again i can only speak on the electric side but i i have a have a deep respect for <laughs> for what uh, moped culture is and it's just you know it's it's awesome man
0: i mean it's got to go that way like it has to because there aren't here's the only problem with e-bikes it's the same problem we have with mopeds there aren't many shops there aren't a whole lot of support like that you can just go to in your city. You can't I can't take my moped wheel to a bicycle shop and get them to the true it for me. They won't do it. Like yep. You have to learn this stuff on your own or learn it from the community and share these things and the e-bike community has to do the same thing we do. Like you have to build friends yep. and people and a community to help you with these things or else it'll you'll never be able to do it. Like what are you going to do? Send your Onyx back to Onyx and have them fix it and return it? Like Who's got money for that? Who's got the time for that? It's not gonna happen. I feel like with exactly. the
1: wheel stuff, like even if the that bicycle shop sold you your moped back in '86 and you took that wheel back to them today, they're like, "No, you said moped. That involves a motor. Our insurance doesn't cover that." Blah blah blah. And as soon as you go to a bicycle yeah. shop and say, "Oh, I got an e-bike," oh, no, I don't want to touch that because now you may go 35 miles an hour. Like you're an insurance risk. Yeah. Like no, it's I, I definitely got yeah, I got going. turned
2: down by bike bike shop. No you know, shit, even e
1: tire.
0: Yeah, yep. it's brutal, dude.
1: For a tire,
0: because if they mess something up, they're tire. liable, you know. Yeah, and
2: then I want to but, I you know, take that risk. Yeah, it's uh, I mean that's why like I do you know I do what I do out here, but I it's not it's not like I, I advertise like <laughs> you know come come let me fix your e-bikes. It's just uh, yeah, don't open the mainly. Well. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mainly just it's mainly friends and people who like know it's up, like yeah. who 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 want who want a bike and they know they can't wrench it, like yeah. they you know they know someone who can.
0: We have a thing called with. moped child, and that's when you uh, birth a new mopedder or you adopt one who already has a bike, and you become the guy who fixes their shit whenever they have <laughs> the smallest problem, and you can definitely become okay. that guy for e-bikes if you're not careful.
2: it definitely becomes overwhelming yeah it's uh you know if it's a new bike i never like you know modded before like that like i told alex i want to like if if there's someone that he knows who wants to hot rod their monday Mm -hmm. you know uh i was like i know the kit to get i know the battery vendor to use and i'll i'll kind of like just do the work for free just because i am for the content you know, yeah. for the YouTube channel. Yeah. But also because I've never seen a souped up Monday. <laughs> so you so. said
1: you said a very specific phrase. You said kit. What what does a yeah. moped or a, a Monday motorbike uh e bike kit
2: entail? So um <clears throat> so like the kit would basically be uh replacing the motor, right? Replacing the battery and the controller. And, um, and those three things basically can turn, you know, a 20 mile per hour, uh, electric bike into like 60 Could mile per hour, 55, 60. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Is, so those three um, components though, that's, what's making up basically everything anyway, right?
2: Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's like basically gutting the whole bike, right? Yeah. You're basically, okay. but I think, I think what's interesting is like the frames are all different. So like the, to me, the Monday frame is like a is like a lightweight onyx. You know what I mean? It's like a light. It's like an aluminum frame versus like full steel. So you get you just get way better uh, efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know on on the on that frame, uh, and I just I, I think it would be really interesting to like try to customize an enclosure to fit that battery in the center of the frame somewhere.
0: Yeah. We're kind of looking at the two of a, a couple of other versions right now, just to like, you know, refresher, but like, you know, the Gen seven with the giant looking tank and like, we're looking at those <laughs> and it has like the, the three star mags that like they were selling straight out of treat land a couple of years ago for motorbicans and French yep. bikes. So it's like, damn, these wheels are yep. so cool. And then you saw them on all the, all the Mondays and you're like, ah, there's too many of these wheels <laughs> out there now. Like, you know, like the, the three star <laughs> rareness. You're like, yes. And yeah. Like their newer yep. bike. It's like, like the lowered version. It's like a lowered top tank and it just looks like, so yeah, like, I mean, m- the like a really Virginia long, it's all stretched out. Times. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, but that, you know, that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, where, what, you know, when I look at bikes now, I look at like, okay, what, you know, what, what would this look like if I, um, is the frame like something that I would actually see myself like wanting to own, <laughs> you was, know, but everything else is so interchangeable now. Yeah. I remember like, easy to get.
0: I remember when I first saw the the Monday like V frame, like that weird like V thing, and I was like, dude, this frame looks cool. Like this is a giant V flying down the street. And then like the more I looked at it and the longer I waited, I was like, Ah, I'm glad I didn't spend money on that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's cool. Yeah. But it was like ah like it was like that like it's, it was just it was the the allure of the step through for me. That's I was like oh wait this e bike's finally they finally have a step through version. Yeah, it looks like a giant V, but you can step through. That thing looked like a
1: family vacation family truckster with that wood paneling. I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I get it's green because it's electric, but god dang, why you got wood paneling?
0: Yeah, and they hit you with the uh, with the stem like forks for the handlebars. I'm like ah, is, is this a Vespa? What's going on here? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Some of these bikes do look like Frankenstein. Yeah. You know, parts from like a mountain bike, like the Suron is like, you know, it looks like, uh, like a downhill bike on steroids. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a mountain, it's like mountain bike fork. Right. So it's like, you know, the, the horsepower of like, a don't know, like like a pit bike. Right. And like, it, it's just – it's really strange. You know what I mean? It's a really strange mix of things. but. Um,
0: and like when I look yeah. at it, when I look at the Suron too, and I see it, like the frame itself and like the compactness of that part looks really cool and looks together. And then I'm like, oh, forks. OK, cool. Well, mountain bikes are crushing like mountains, like legit coming down mountains. I'm sure some mountain bike force can handle this. But then like I'm always suspect on the wheels because I'm like, oh, well, they're using like mountain bike-looking wheels – yeah. And tires, yep. and I'm like, should these be bigger? Not like Super Seventy Three big, but like dirt bike big.
2: Yeah. I mean, they uh they make um some people sell like custom wheels that you could throw on like um you know you could throw on like shinkos, you know, like dual right. sport. If my wife, if you, you want to ride it like I feel that, a deserve two and yeah. half. That's just what I'm saying. But you you also get like the guys who want to throw like 12 inch uh you know street tires on them like supermoto style. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which is a totally different ride, right? Where you're, you could like lean and, and touch the ground with like your knee because it's so low, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but like, if that's how you want to ride it, you can ride it like that. But if you want to take it on a trail, yeah. Get, Man, the Jason's looking at two things
1: right now that they actually, they ain't look too bad them. The Supermoto, they... That's
0: yeah good. We, don't, we don't we don't have a production assistant here so I'm really quick on the googling while we have conversations <laughs> <laughs> like if, like if we were yeah. to have this this show on youtube people could at least see what we're talking about on time
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean uh yeah i I, I got this run because i you know I ride it street you know I just ride it around the mm-hmm. city so uh I just I knew that I was gonna turn into a supermoto the
0: Supermoto version is really cool looking. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's pretty – they look – because, like, the wheels get small. And I have a DRZ, so I'm like, I kind of have that feel for, like, Supermotos and dual sports and stuff. I'm like, yeah, those are cool. And the Suron's definitely the closest thing in that, like, class.
2: I would willingly hurt myself on that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what's cool? Um, I know you mentioned, like, uh, conversion kits for, for vintage mopeds. But mm-hmm. I'm actually doing a video I met with these guys in uh, – in Michigan, like literally the next town over. Um, and they're, they're working on a, like a straight up bolt on kit, electric kit for the uh, Kawasaki KX 85. And, um, and I tested it out on their, uh, like at their warehouse and it was, uh, it was really, really cool, you know, because, um, just how they, you know, how they kind of built the motor sort of like attachments and where they put the controller. So they have like some custom parts to make it look like it's That's how the bike was manufactured, and because there's so many KX85s, you know, on marketplace that yeah. are pretty cheap uh, to be had, like um, in Michigan at least, it would be really easy to make an electric dirt bike, like a legit electric dirt bike, for less than you know the price of an Onyx, basically. That that you could. You know, if you wanted to make it street legal, uh or turn it into a supermoto. But uh that was, legal that's feels like, the like first... a
1: very reaching word with these e-bikes right now.
2: <laughs> I don't mean that in like an insult. Uh, like I, I feel no, like that's... you guys oh, are like right.
1: cutting razor edge of making new laws. They're like, gonna get I, they're look, gonna get snipped I, in the butt
0: sooner than later.
2: I mean snipped my on. Snipped in the butt, in I, the butt I, like your table.
0: Nipped in the butt. Sorry, no snip, <laughs> no, no, You nip it in the butt you to your butt cheeks. No, you nip the problem in the butt. No, I get that, but I'm saying <laughs> snipped in the butthole. Oh lord! No.
2: The, the gray area. <laughs> the gray area is 100 percent true. I, you know, my surah is registered as a moped in Michigan. Yeah. Like. Was you that know, like a
1: 35 it, mile an hour kind of regulation with y'all?
2: It is, but no, you know, there's no, there's no. I can not take it it to get inspected. You know, I I brought
1: to keep it that way.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, part of it was like, I I was curious, you know, part of it was like curiosity. Part of it was like, this will make some really good content because people are always asking, you know, I I don't want to buy this bike if I can't, you know, legally ride on the street. Uh, and I I was like, you know, would, would they actually do this? And they did. And all you need is basically like, uh, you know, certificate of Ownership which I I just like you know wrote you sent your
1: Walmart receipt <laughs> a, to your Huffy you were like yeah that's cool yeah well I had the re- I
2: had the receipt but uh-uh. so, like the actual like, certificate of ownership year, actual certificate of ownership I just like typed out in a in a in a Google Doc mm-hmm. <laughs> like like congratulations on your new Suron you know and they, they accepted it he was joking
1: it. legally he
0: was joking everybody it came with one we swear we swear <laughs> You know, that's how it is for all these vintage mopeds, dude. Especially, like, within the last few years, like, a lot of states have converted to making us have to register and pay for these things, and you didn't need to do that forever. So a lot of our bikes don't even have titles and bill, bill of sale or any of this stuff. You have to just make them up when you go to DMV. So
2: what? Are, yeah, so I, I, are the laws stricter in Virginia? Like, anything that's like, a throttle? So we... Be, like It plated? was really,
0: like the 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 West, the Wild West, you know, until two thousand five, we could do anything we wanted. You didn't have to do no until two thousand fifteen. You could do anything you wanted. You didn't need it. You didn't need any title, any registration, any tags, like nothing. You could just buy a moped off the internet and fire it up and ride it down the street. No big deal. And then they implemented the fact that you need. They they want to make some money off of us. So. They're not making a lot, not not a lot of bikes, but the scooters. They're not making a lot, <laughs> but they're making enough yeah. to make it annoying. And now we have to register and title them. But well, like I said, most of these bikes didn't come with titles or don't have bill of sales when we buy them from some old lady or you get them out of some garage or someone gives it to you or whatever it is. So yeah. we just make up titles. Like not t- <laughs> we don't make up a title, but we'll make up a VIN number, or you just type it up, yeah. or you make up your bill of sale, and you go to DMV yeah. and they give you a title like it's really easy for us to get like at least they didn't make it hard yep. but they're all set up to be like this is a moped it can't be more than 50 cc it can't go more than 35 miles an hour and for the bulk of the moped community in the states everyone's doing more than 35 miles an hour
1: but then, like, <laughs> then you got baltimore which you got the tau tows that are totally not the uh, okay. vip champion yeah. 50s but they're 150s and they're doing 55 no tag and they're like they got a piece of cardboard
0: uh, moped. Yeah. It's a really great area because it's like no cop's going to pull you over and look at your cylinder here and be like, oh, look at the bore of this thing. I know that this is more than 50 cc. Like it's never going to happen. Like even if you get that, caught speeding on a moped, they're not going to take your tag away or take the moped away. They're just going to give you a speeding ticket. So I don't really see what exactly, that's
2: whole exactly that, that's That's exactly like e-bikes. I mean, honestly, um, you know. At least here in Michigan, if it doesn't make a sound, like does it even exist? You know, and I think that's the attitude <laughs> I mean that's with the attitude I that a lot of people
1: put your shit on my tow truck. I wouldn't want to touch that shit. I'd be like, you yeah, know, this is a atomic a, bomb, you can fuck off.
2: You know, I have friends who've done wheelies on Turons in front of in front of cops and you know, they they just don't they you know, it's like, like when we ride by, you know, with groups of people, like they just look confused. Like it didn't make a sound. So they so, assumed
0: it was like a bicycle wheeling down the street.
1: They
2: don't know the law anymore. Yeah. they're just like, oh, that's cute, nice mountain. Bike. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, god. it's weird. A gray area. That's like that's where like the conversion of like the like the dirt bike wheelie culture should come in, dude. Like if the whole like bike life scene <laughs> went went electric, like what, what would yeah. happen, yeah. dude? You'd be like, oh, oh god, these silent guys are like. At least when these guys yeah. are wheeling down the street, you hear them coming from a mile away. What
2: are you gonna do, drama class snap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'd be. I don't think it'd be as exciting if it's not making a noise. But yeah. <laughs> you know, it. It. it I, I. You know, this for me, like again, not not coming from dirt bikes, like literally being on the first dirt bike and it was an electric one when I went to that. When I went to that. Uh, when I tested out that model, I was like, "Wow!" One, like this feels so much more uh, like street ready, <laughs> or just like you know, a legit bike than, like, any of my e-bikes. Yeah,
0: sturdy, uh, real suspension. I,
2: sturdy, yeah, real brakes, real suspension. Like, you know, I don't feel nervous riding this at high speeds because it's the handling and the tires are bigger. And but just, like, just the electric part of it was, you know, it, it was really cool. It was really, you know, for someone who, like, actually, like, rides it on tracks and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, the real MX person, like, I, it would blow their mind. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean the, the whole thing's getting
0: out insane, dude. Like even like going past e-bikes and the moped-ish version of it, they they're doing you know full electric carlies and they're doing full electric dirt bikes that are racing against legit dirt bikes. Like the sky's the limit with the technology, and it's only going to get better. Technically the supplier is the limit with the
1: technology, it's not the sky, but yes. <laughs> the uh, supply chain. <laughs> I'm sure you feel me on that side of the phone, man. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Dude, so where do you see like the, the future of your channel going?
2: Um, Yeah. So like I said, um, you know, I, I, you know, we're always going to have like review videos, right? Um, but I think I really want to shift it to more, like I said, editorial style videos where we're really highlighting people that are doing some some things that are really interesting in the space. Like I said, those, those guys who are doing that electric conversion kit for dirt bikes or, um, you know, Detroit Moped Works that is trying to merge moped culture and e- uh, e-bike culture together. Um, you know, and, and that kind of thing, just real, real innovative editorial driven videos um, that really just, you know, Ideally take the, take the spotlight off me and me having to like actually be on camera and really just trying to lift other people up, you know, like that, that's actually really more interesting to me. So, yeah. you know, and look, the e-bike culture audience, I mean, it's growing. You know what I mean? It's its like, I think there was a report like in 2020. And I think it valued the global market. I think it was like a Statista report and sort of like website that tracks these things, but they valued the global market for e-bikes that like, like $16 billion or something in 2017. And then yeah. that's, that's supposed to increase like, you know, by like 5 billion or 6 billion by like 2025. So the number of e-bikes, right on the roads, you know, it's going to, it's going to outpace, you know, electric cars, right? Like it's in the next few years. So the shit is just growing and it's, and there's always going to be interesting things to, to, to talk about with it. Oh yeah.
0: Well, dude. I hope the best, you know, to you and your channel, dude. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that you took the time to even shine some light on vintage mopeds.
2: Yeah, I want to I definitely want to, you know, I think there's a lot more things that me and Alex want to do. And I think there's a lot more stories to tell, but I yeah, you know, any any time that I can you know, really help out with like at least video production, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of that video was, like, trying to trying to get stuff that was already shot mm-hmm. that I didn't, I, I'm not at those rallies. So I, I needed, I needed footage. And and for all of those filmmakers or all those videographers who, like, said, we asked them permission. You know, we said, hey, you know, can, can we use some of these clips? And they were all really um, excited and, and really welcoming for us to use that footage that, you know, I I would love to, like, give back you know what I mean and then continue to you know highlight events or any other story that would uh, increase the uh, exposure for moped culture hell yeah
0: well dude we appreciate it dude and thank you for coming on man it was really rad meeting you
2: yeah anytime cool. happy to help
0: <laughs> uh, you want to give everyone uh, uh, your information real quick where they can find you on social media and where they can find your channel
2: yeah, so uh, you could find us on uh, on Instagram, at RunPlayback. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with YouTube. And then obviously the website, runplayback.com. Uh, and our tagline is, what do we say? Um, welcome to RunPlayback, where we help you with video and tech tips to lead a more efficient and affordable lifestyle. Hell yeah. So well, let's be creative and save money, let's yeah,
0: all about saving money. To... Let's get it.
2: Save money, man. Save money. <laughs> like, we're boys are, boys are tight over here. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, you don't need to spend a lot of money to, to, to have fun, You know, yeah. despite what the Onyx fanboys say.
0: Yeah, they want you to spend yeah. that, like, you know, seven, eight grand. They want you to upgrade. <laughs> so I did buy yeah. this
1: Onyx, and I got these pink grips, and I was really hoping that you'd come over and swap my <laughs> grips for me.
0: Yeah. The 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 Onyx group definitely gets r- ridiculous on Facebook on some of the questions they ask. I'm like, guys, you might want to just try. You guys got it. Yeah. Don't be willing to get your hands know, check, dirty boys. No, you
2: got two I, changed hand, numbers, I changed my hand I changed my I changed my hand grips. You know, I, look, check out my new mod. Yeah. Hand grips. Yeah. I did maintenance. I changed grips.
0: <laughs> That's a thing, man. I stuck on these vinyl stickers. Check me out.
1: Yeah it's not even 5 horsepower
0: you gotta start somewhere bro everyone's gotta you, like, gotta, start you gotta start somewhere, start somewhere man no and I like this. One, one, right. one mod one mod leads leads to another
1: no this makes sense. Exactly. I like seeing this
0: crossover
1: 100% hell
0: yeah well dude thanks for coming on bro Um, it's gonna be out tomorrow and I'll be sure to post it and tag you and you know hopefully like you know a year from now dude like when your channel's fucking blowing up and you're, you're crushing it we can get you back on
1: and when those onyx are blowing up and I can buy one for 500 <laughs> there you go
2: there you go <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate cool. it. All right. Later, homie. All right, guys. Bye. Later.
0: Sick. That was a fun one, dude.
1: That was pretty good. We'll podcast
0: dude, I miss you.
1: I missed you. I'm, I'm th- very glad you're feeling well. I'm very glad Aaron's feeling well. Yeah.
0: So I miss I everyone else, you. too. If you guys didn't know, uh, I didn't really post about it, but last week there was no episode if you didn't catch that on Monday because your your homie here had the covid I, dude, I had to get it the worst time Fourth of July I weekend.
1: Say, I wasn't gonna say anything.
0: I no, that's you, cool, dude.
1: I mean, at least you admit your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I had dropped like four hours. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Where where the fuck's Moped Monday?
0: I know, man. I was gonna make a post about it, but it was at that point where I was like, dude, I'm fucking dead of Yeah, I was like, I ain't posting shit. Yeah, I was like, it's too late. Like like it's a it's a dude a long holiday weekend. We we switched to working four tens. So, like, we're working Monday through Thursday. I'm still working Fridays, but, like, I got off early on Friday, and I'm, like, sick. I get this long weekend ahead of me. And then I'm, like, (sighs) had a little sore throat. And I was, like, dude, I'm going to take a little medicine. I'm fine. Eh, And I don't don't take medicine for shit. I was, like, I'm going to take a little medicine when I get home. And then I was, like, my mom's got COVID. Let me. Uh, But, like, I didn't get it from my mom, and I didn't give it to her. And I was just, like, oh, well, I do have a little itchy throat. Like, let me just take a test because we have home ones here anyway. And it was like, positive? What the fuck? Like, I, I didn't feel that sick at all, dude. I was like, god damn it. Like, I was pissed. <laughs> and, and, and then the next day, it just went downhill, dude. I was like, in it. And dude, I was like...
1: Ah, that stuff doesn't mess around, man. It
0: sucks, bro. Because it was like, literally, like... It'll take the piss out of you. I was doing everything... All like sketchy, doesn't matter. Like I'm going to Nashville for this rally. I'm kissing babies. I'm dancing with strangers at this fucking like, you know, like rave, like goth Goth club. club, fetish club, like moped rallying out my ass, feeling pumped. Like I'm like, let's go to Wizards. Hit the Wizards Moped Rally. Better hit those Pennsylvania cats too, man. Let me get some yeah. of that Amish
1: Strain. Let me get Amish Strain. Yeah,
0: weird that. Amish Strain. Hugging strangers. Shout out to the dude who helped me fix my bike. You know, all this weird shit's going <laughs> Never on. Never leave another
1: biker on the road, brother. Exactly, come on, dude. All this shit. Get some of this COVID with me and my <laughs>
0: stepsister. I know. And I come home and I'm literally doing nothing. I've, I was only going to work and coming home. I went to work and I came home. This is for like two weeks straight. I didn't like leave the fucking house.
1: It was that one Red Bull you bought. That Seven Eleven on Broad.
0: I don't know, man. I think it was just someone at my job or whatever. But it was like, you know, like you, you're out here wiling out in the streets and nothing happens, and you're just being, you're being a good boy and like, you know, keep keeping your head down and catch COVID.
1: Bro, when Chelsea got it, I was like begging it. Like the seven days <laughs> in watching her, seeing her as low as she was, how that disease took the piss out of her, like kicked her ass. Yeah. I was like, come on, daddy needs a couple <laughs> days off of work. Like.
0: Good night, honey I love you like yeah. come on this shit sucked bro and it wasn't like I'm I glad know. I didn't get it and I don't wish it on anybody it sucks, like... I, it sucks like I'm just mad I blew it on like a holiday weekend I was like damn dude like I had plans I was gonna be out doing shit like I was gonna have a good old time and it was like a bummer but it, it wasn't that bad for me I, I was really sick for like two, two days were sucked like two days were really shot and all I did was like sleep and sweat and like get hot and cold and like you know, trotted down a bunch of fluids and blow my nose all day and like sore throat and coughing. And then after that, I kind of got over it pretty quick, like 5 days and I was I was straight the 5th day, I was like all right, back to normal. We'll and the 6th day, I was like okay, well, that's completely gone now, like what we'll about summer flu? <laughs> a little 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 weekend cold, you know. But, you know, I'm glad you guys are here this week. Welcome. Dude, like, I, I haven't lined up all the episodes and stuff yet, but shout out to Baker's doesn't Run. Like, the boys and the girls and those people out there doing the thing killed it. The race was actually, like, I wasn't, like, I can't wait to get to a point where it's, like, filmed or live streamed or there's some kind of production that goes along with the thing.
1: ESPN eight the ocho.
0: Yeah, because we're all dying for this content of mopeds. And they're doing a sick event that everyone would love to really tune in for. And the only way we can tune in, which was still exciting to watch, quote unquote watch, you know, was like, oh, I check out this glimpse and I see that someone's doing 78 miles an hour on a pook. Like the first day. And I was like, holy fuck.
1: It's their GPS, right? Maybe they, maybe they don't have good service. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like when Black Black had their team the first pinball in the second year and they were doing like 73, 75 or something on a, on a Cobra. And I was like, that's it. That They crushed it. And then this year, someone, this dude Jordan blew it out of the water like 78 on a pook. I was like, yo, they're flying close to the fucking sun, bro. And I was like, this might be – like he was so far ahead the first two days. I was like, this is it. I don't know if anyone's going to catch up.
1: Is and, that then it, and then it
0: and then it just all went to hell for their team, and <laughs> they came in dead last or something. Like, like the, wait, uh, did they finish? Yeah, I think everyone finished. Like, it was really crazy to see like the times and everything. Like, dude,
1: shout out for the mullet community to Jim Henry. I saw that mullet cover your ass, <laughs> literally. Good for you, brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, dude. It was cool to see. It's always cool to see the bikes, too. I wish there was, you know, you could di- more dive into the builds it's and a the team bikes. Effort. And it really
1: is a team effort with that stuff. That's a life changing experience to go and actually do an event like that. Yeah. Once your moped does 500 miles, you find sounds that were normally horrible and you were afraid of, and you just get acquainted with them for like three and a half hours <laughs> straight. You're just like, yeah, this is cool.
0: Yeah, dude. Like So, so here, yeah. here's the breakdown for, for, for total hours. Jesus Christ. Like, Team Urban Decay had 41 hours and 50 minutes. 41 hours and 50 minutes riding a moped. And that's first place. That's seat time. That's straight
1: seat
3: time.
0: Yeah, that's riding and fixing your shit on the side of the road and making it happen. And then Chad Burke came in second this year. 43 hours and 8 minutes. You had Team Meat. Team Meet with forty-four hours and twenty-six minutes. He had Old Wild Stallion himself, King in the North, Second Chance Moped with uh, fifty hours and seventeen minutes. See, team, see you soon. Big showing from fucking Boston this year. Shout out to fucking Boston. I think they have three teams on the race this year. Like that's insane to me. Like where's where where where's Michigan besides Chad? Like, isn't that, isn't Michigan a huge moped scene? Like, where, you know, like, it'd be cool to see more showing from different places in the country, just as, as far as, like, bragging rights for states. Like, yo, each state needs a representative. Like, who's putting on for their state this year? you driving the van? Fuck no. I no, i don't want nothing to do with being on video <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> supporting it. I'm all about having people on the podcast. I'm all about hoping to see more, like, video footage content, but, like, I do not want to spend my vacation time grueling on the side of the road, driving slowly behind mopeds for, for days on end.
1: Why the fuck did you weld two frames together, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker?
0: Yeah, dude. Getting into arguments with your homies, like, you know, really really building bonds. Hey, man, I still love you, <laughs> but fuck you. Yeah, really building bonds. But yeah, team, uh, team See You Soon had 57 hours and 30 minutes. Team Never DNF had, uh, that might be a little Michigan love in there. I think they had some Michigan on Team DNF. But anyway, Team DNF, Team Never DNF was out 61 hours and 53 minutes. Uh, team Bag of Holes, 83 hours and 28 minutes. The Cold Trailers, 122 hours and 2 minutes. And Team Hooter, which started off in first place, crushing the game doing 78 on a fucking Pook. Finishing in last at 123 hours and 55 minutes. These logistics give me anxiety, I'll be honest. Dude. Team Cole Trailer had a had twenty four hour days. Since so did Hooter. Like twenty four hour. Like dude, that's crazy. Anyway, congratulations to everyone who did the race this year. Like it takes a lot to commit to doing something like this. Like if you got the kind of free time and the willpower and the effort and skill to take it on, dude. More power to you, dude. I hope more people, you know watching and seeing this and wouldn't be a part of it I feel like I need to talk to like Maitland to see like how many teams as well as compared to other years but I feel like that was a good turnout you know it's a lot to commit to and to see like that that many teams do it you know you know you're going in the hole losing money regardless you go do something like this you're coming out of pocket
1: no you went off the diving board yeah. you, knew, you knew you were going to the deep <laughs> effort, like,
0: like, the bike the time spent building the bike the parts
1: you said fuck the camera. You got a U-Haul rental. Yeah, backup part. There's an extra parts. 33% in cost.
0: Yeah, I would 100% go with a rental. Like, I would not want to like take my my vehicle or my van and beat the shit out of it. I I want like something like Team Meat had or something like you guys had, like a you know big toy hauler, like a fucking trailer carrier van looking box thing, like you know with your fucking pit crew in the back ready to get it. You know it's 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 tight, and I really. It takes a lot to commit to doing something like that, so it's cool to see. And besides that, dude, I think that's about it, man. I got, I got my, I got my uh, Hobbit Euro clutch in the mail. That thing looks pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had this huge rant about not buying more mopeds. That didn't last long. <laughs> I um, bought a I super called. minty Tomos LX, <laughs> like. The, of the, all the things to
1: lie about. Are you I, me,
0: I don't like buying mopeds. I've been out of the Tomos game so many times. You know, ah, fuck Tomas and sold all the shit. But then you see this perfectly minty front fairing, like perfect seat, side covers, why, why are you un- under tank fairing, and the bottom, like the little engine fucking. The in-between plastics. Thing.
1: Wait, the in-between plastics that everybody wants to take off so they look like a motorcycle. Yeah. And the scoop. For the engine to yeah. cool it off.
0: All the plastics, minty red Tomos LX. Why
1: are you trying to reason with me? Uh, I don't have a wedding ring on my finger for you, bro.
0: <laughs> Dude, I got it for a good deal too, man. It was four hundred bucks. Like I more than I would normally pay for a bike, but I saw it. and I was like, I don't even want to argue with them. I don't even want to bother trying to like if your makeup's play still the on game. This long, like go for it because four it's four hundred dollars. Like I could sell it for eight hundred dollars easy. Title, it's Virginia. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot.
0: Oh, well, my bad. <laughs> we like we just talked about that, Virginia. I can get a title like spitting at DMV if I wanted to. Like I don't have to try. But what's,
1: what's your bin? J A
0: S O N. That's not enough letters. Here, take the <laughs> take the title anyway. <laughs> yeah, but like that's where I'm at, man. Like I had a I had a shitty week, but then the week's fucking better. I'm good. I'm back and. I got a short week at work this week. I got my family reunions next weekend. So I got like I don't know, three three and a half days of work this week. I'm like I'm like, dude, I'll take it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go sit on a beach for two days, dude. So it's gonna be good. But whatever, man. Fuck you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh I made a sick T shirt for the summer last year. Like I made a design. It's like the actual the the logo on our like spotify logo or something the sunset stripey looking thing and i meant to print them last summer and i'm like and i'm just thinking about it now I'm like ah, summer's almost over and i drew this thing last year i need to fucking get on it no, <laughs> so it's like
1: stranger things like synth wave like no yeah yeah the yeah yeah so
0: so i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna like look into some shit maybe i'll probably just do black because we're all fucking scumbags dude <laughs> no one wants to wear a different color shirt and get dirty you saw <laughs>
1: you saw the barbecue yeah um, that white shirt
0: did not do do well at that dinner let
1: me taste it my white
0: shirt <laughs> I've been wearing white all day it's kind of looking dingy <laughs> but yeah like I'm I'm probably going to drop that new logo or something like soon we'll see if I feel like not being lazy and making stuff at work again uh, thank you guys for listening man fuck your car ride a moped Maddie. thanks for hanging out man Oh, oh! I like feeling not, 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 feeling alone in the room. Wait, I can. All right, skirt, skirt. <laughs> you, Start you, eat, skirt, skirt. All right, bye. We're out of here. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds?
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck your car, <laughs> <laughs> random right
2: moped. I don't know. Like, touch your fly. Is it moving? Like, nah. Feels pretty
0: locked up. Sounds like the fuck, dude. woo ooh. Yeah. Wah wah.